What's up with it, people? I'm back at it. Another episode, been a little while, and honestly, I think y'all just gonna just kind of stick to my wild schedule. Like, I ain't give, I have not given up on podcasting at all. I'm just going through a tricky change, you know? That same change I've been talking about, still dealing with it. This is a hot topic today. I've sat here. I'm actually recording this while I'm at the post office because <laughs> uh, we recently moved and I didn't officially change my address. So my mail possibly got forwarded to the now apartment that I stay in because uh, all the mail that was here, there's only uh, two pieces of mail here that they held here. So I can only guess that the mail that I've been looking for, that I need, you know, my debit card, that's, excuse me, that's, um, that's probably sent to the new apartment address. But anyway, it's a hot topic today. I got a myriad of things to talk about on my mind. It's it's one of these rare podcasts where this isn't one where I could just sit down and write this out. I just got to speak. I just need to speak. I don't need to do anything else but that right now. I just need to speak and get this off my chest. But first and foremost, shout out to a couple friends of mine, Ray, who was in the hospital for her kidney. Um, my bro, Ricky, head chef, CEO at the Boozy Not at the Boozy Nacho. That young man, pray for him. He's currently going undergoing surgery. Oh, man, uh, homegirl of mine, Ebony, she's dealing with some things. And it's funny how all, all, almost all of their situations are identical. And there's a lot of pain going out there in the universe. You know, the shootings that happen here in Uvalde. I'm, I, I live in Arlington. I don't live in Uvalde. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Uvalde. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure y'all know all them kids that got killed, man. All them kids. How you can look a child in the face and shoot them. I, my heart goes out to all the families that have been affected by that. All the families, prayers, good wishes, all that. There's so much pain going on out here. And I've been feeling a lot of it myself. The pain of loneliness, the pain of my anger, the pain of. The pain of fearing not being with anyone again, like. Pardon me. I'm smoking. I'm smoking. Yes, I'm smoking. Yes, Lord. I'm doing that. There's just a lot of pain out there. And I just need y'all to know that throughout these times and trials, there are people that care and love y'all dearly. As I'm growing up and officially 30 now, and my perspective just keeps on changing. Like, life just keeps getting brand new lenses. It's like, I wear glasses, so it's like, 
it feels like every every soul period of time, you know, the lenses that the they get switched out and I see something new. Like the patience I have with keeping my job right now, working despite my anger, despite wanting to just fucking stop. I hate working for Amazon, but I can't I can't quit. I got bills. Just like everybody else, like every other like every every adult. They have bills, they have goals, responsibilities, things they have to get done, children to feed. You know, stuff like that. You know, I, I don't have any kids myself, but I do got responsibilities. Me, number one at the top of that list. There's a lot of pain going on out here. And I think my pain, the thing that hurts the most about my pain it's fear and being alone because I didn't think I felt this a lot in my adolescence. Me wanting a girlfriend so bad, me wanting, you know, to have the ladies like that and all that kind of shit. You know, you know, I wasn't much of a, much of a ladies man when I was a when I was in my adolescence. I really wasn't talking to females like that. You know, there was some here and there, you know, shit like that. But, you know. I wasn't the nigga. I wasn't the nigga going out there pulling all the hoes and shit. Like that was never me. That was never me. Partly because of fear. Not partly. That is the whole kid and caboodle, to be real. Like fear kept me from doing a lot when I was younger. Y'all heard me talk about that on many of these podcasts now. Many of them. How I was when I was younger. The timidness and whatnot. When I think back on my past self, I honestly get disgusted. I get disgusted. I get angry. I get, I'm just like, I I was really that fucking weak, bro. I, I purposefully, I purposefully was that weak. It fucks with me that I allowed myself to be in last place because I feared taking first. Until the me I am today is not the me I was before. It's not. I've been to the strip club more times this year than ever in my life. In the past year, I've seen the inside of a strip club at least eight times, seven, eight times. I know that's not a lot compared to some other people, but if you look through my life, that's a lot. That's a lot. And some of y'all damn, where the fuck you been at? In a goddamn turtle shell? Afraid to get out in the sun? And I'm a goddamn Gemini. That is my sun sign, the Gemini. And I'm afraid to go outside. Nah. That didn't sit right with me, bro. Like, I, I did not, I did not like, I hated that I had that much weakness. I was that weak. Oh, God. The pain of being alone, that that shit, it don't sit well with me. Like, despite me saying, you know, all I got to offer is dick right now and shit like that and conversation, despite all that, 
yeah, like on some real shit, blocking out all the bullshit, taking all the bullshit away. I want to be in love. I want to be in a relationship. Real shit. I do. A hundred percent. There is, there is not, bro. In my core group of friends, I'm the only one who's not with somebody. And I recognize why I'm not. It's not for me right now. It's not for me to be in a woman. The, the, if I were to get into a relationship right now, I know I fuck it up. I fuck it up. So I put a woman through that. I'd rather be the nigga you fuck from time to time and talk to from time to time than the nigga that's in your life trying to actually do some shit because I know I'm not I'm not I'm not ready for that yet. I don't want that responsibility just yet. I don't want to deal with that just yet. And there's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, if more men would identify these things, I bet you women would skip over a lot of dudes that you shouldn't have fucked with because you would have had the signs right there in your face and you would have treated that dude accordingly. And same can be said and vice versa. Don't forget that. In my eyes, the dating pool is fucked up because of both women and men. It's both sides. Speaking of both sides. It's going to be hilarious if this Megan Thee Stallion situation gets flipped on Megan's head. I'm 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 on record. This is me on on record right now. I'm taking no side in this. I know I've spoken about it before and it may seem like I was on Tory Lane's side and I may have said that. I, I have to cuz now that I'm talking about it, I believe I said so about being on Tory Lane's side. No, no, no. I was on Megan's side. I was 100% on Megan's side. I believe so. Because the evidence and how the situation looked, it made Tori look extremely bad. But ever since I found out, you know, that the injury sustained to Megan Foot was due to glass instead of bullet shrapnel, now I got to get back in the position I should have been in, the neutral position. Because now I got to look at both situations more carefully. So I got to do some research before I officially take a side in this manner. Because now that that's on the table, I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go back and edit out that whole last few, last few bit there, cause uh, yeah, while I was sitting here reporting podcast here, uh, a lady kind of hit me. <laughs> she brushed past my car, you know. It, it was just a brush. It wasn't bad, you know. It wasn't horrible, but apparently she didn't see me. So yeah, I, I might keep that in there. I have to go back and listen to it, but. Yeah, a minute or so, this might get cut out. So when y'all get to this part and it sounds a little bit weird, that's why. I I literally just got hit. (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. That's funny as fuck. (laughs) During a podcast, no less. But, hey. Hey, I'm here for it. Man, that, that distracted me from the shit I'm feeling on the inside so much. But I ain't off topic, though. I ain't off topic. I have to do more research for both Megan and Tory Lanez for me to pick a side in this situation. Because the bullet, because for the for the shrapnel in the foot going from bullet to glass, that that makes you look bad, Megan. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna stunt. That kind of makes you look bad. So I truly hope, because in all honesty. 
women do need to be protected. Black women need to be protected. I'm not denying that in any way, shape, or form. Because anytime a black woman in the public eye is in trouble, actually in trouble, or seemingly in trouble, the first thing that gets mentioned is that black men don't protect black women. That's the first thing that gets mentioned. That's the first thing dropped. And that's some bullshit. Because I am friends. I got four homeboys. Four that are my core niggas. Every last one of them got women and they take care of them. They take care of them. One of them, yes, is Mexican, but that doesn't matter. The rest got black, got black women. But point I'm trying to point out, the what I'm trying to point out is that they don't them guys, they take care of them. They take care of their women. And yes, there are children involved in three of their situations. Three of the dudes out of the four that I'm talking about, three of them are fathers. Three of them are dads. They have kids. They have children. And they take care and do for their kids and their woman every single fucking day, bro. They go to work. They put in the hours. One of them got two jobs. Fuck you mean. And there's four kids in his situation. Oh, I'm sorry, there's three and then a newborn on the way. I ain't gonna name drop because they appreciate their privacy. They appreciate their privacy and I'm gonna respect it. Three kids ain't even hit, and he doing his shit. He at work right now. I spoke to him today. Fuck you mean. It pissed me off when I hear shit like that. Because I have four examples in my life. If I want to expand it, there's actually six. If I'm truly sitting and ponder about it and really know all the, the fathers that met, seven. I have seven other examples that I can pull out my ass right now. And they will fight tooth and nail behind the fact that they protect and do for their wife and kids. They woman and kids. The black men that actually do shit get overlooked every day. Because some black women group all black men in one category. Oh, but what about the black men that group all black women in every category? They just as fucking guilty. There. Everyone gets fault in this, not just a selected side. I'm killing that bullshit. Ain't no, oh, this side of that. No, it's both, nigga. I don't care if you're only responsible for 30% of the situation. You participated 30% to the situation that made it 100. You participated. If you added to the problems like I've added to the problems, like everybody has added problems to the dating pool. If everybody's been the bad boyfriend or the bad girlfriend, somebody was toxic at some point in time. And it's not always men and it's not always women. It's both. Both sides. Real shit. So don't hit me with that, yo. Don't hit me with that. We are all in pain. And it's a deep pain. But there's power in pain.
I didn't think I was going to name this episode The Power of Pain. That's the name of this episode. I didn't think I was going to name this episode, but it turned out, turns out I did. The Power of Pain. You got to use it. That's why I'm recording this podcast right now. I'm using the pain I'm feeling and talking about this. This is actually helping me. When I feel too emotional about shit, I can actually feel it in my heart. I'm one of those type of people where if I feel something too emotionally, I can physically feel it. I'm one of those people. I honestly believe if there's a pain that I feel that's too deep, it could possibly kill me. There are people who have been scared to death. Fear is an emotion. So if you could die via emotion, what makes you think the other emotions can't do it? Like the phrases, I was so happy that my heart could burst. Like there's some truth to that. Emotions do affect you physically. They definitely do. Anger, stress, all big. There's plenty of examples. So it's like, you got to draw strength from that pain. That pain has to mold you into something. It has to give you strength. It can't, pain, yes, it's going to hurt. It's going to slow you down. But then at some point, you got to speed up. You got to get up. That's why this podcast is being made because I've noticed that whenever I am like this and it just gets so deep, at some point I shoot it all towards my creative side. I'm I'm getting better at shifting my energy toward things that are productive. Henceforth, here at the motherfucking mail place, at here at the post office, trying to get my goddamn mail, just fa- just find out probably have to go back to my new address where I'm living at now, and all that shit. Reporting this, recording this podcast, doing some door dashing, doing getting some writing in. I am being productive. I want to make I want to make some money, and drop some and drop an episode, and take care of the things I'm supposed to take care of. This car, for one. It's crazy, yo. Like, it, it, it's definitely crazy out here. Like, it's getting harder. It seems like it feels like it's getting harder and harder to live. I'm not saying I'm at a suicidal point. Nah, nah. I'm just like, it's just, I'm, I'm feeling the struggle. Like, I'm feeling the struggle. Like, yesterday when I was at work, I, I, I almost cried twice. Just thinking about all the shit that's hurting me and everything that's just everything, bro. This right here is therapeutic to me. I'm starting to feel a lot better. Cause I'm talking about I'm talking about it. I'm getting it out in a way that can help somebody else. That's the point of this podcast. It's not only the centerpiece for everything to which I do that is creative. It is also a place to where people can come to listen, leave messages, questions, talk, feedback. I can't wait to when people start inboxing me and talking on my, uh, like, just interacting with me more. Random folks hitting me up for advice and shit. Like, I'm actually pretty good at this. 
There are people who hit me up for advice consistently. I may not be always available, but when I speak to them, I speak to them because I care about them. I'm a people person. I can't say I hate people because I, I really don't. I need, I need to stop saying that. I'm a people person. You can't be a people person and hate people. That doesn't, that doesn't work. If you're a people person, you're a people person. That's it. And I am. I'm a people person and that's okay. I like to be around people. I am friendly. And there's nothing wrong with that shit. I don't want nobody that's too friendly. No, at the end of the day, God damn it, I'm going to interact with the world. Fuck. There are people here. Shit. There's over 7 billion of these motherfuckers. I can't avoid them all. You got to deal with a person at some point. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Like, I'm a people person. I love people. I love kids. I love nature. Yesterday on Snapchat, a school of, of baby ducks and a mama duck was following me. Recorded that shit. It was fucking dope. It's nature. It's beautiful. Yes, I'm talking about fucking ducks. There's some cute ass baby ducks. I wanted to pick one up. But I didn't want to have problems with mama duck. Mama duck probably won. Mama duck probably would have whooped my ass. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. You know, I've seen too many cartoons where, you know, Mama Duck, you know, you know, like I'm Tom and Jerry and shit, you know, and they be fucking with the baby ducks and shit, you know, then Tom will come over there trying to fuck with the ducks and shit, and then Mama Duck end up whooping the cat ass. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be Tom out here. I'm trying to be Tom. Cool. Straight. I ain't trying to be that pussy ass nigga. <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, like, I, I, I love people. I do. I 100% love people. I want to thank people like Queen Sylvie for having me on their show to help break me over, break me open further to be this podcast I am today. Queen Sylvie, Tim English, y'all are dope. Y'all, uh, I don't think his last name is English now. I think it's just uh, it's Tim. Tim, he know who he is. That's a soulful brother. <laughs> That's a soulful brother, for real, for real. That man, that man's voice, that man's voice is fucking fire. Like, he's honestly a great, great man with a beautiful black woman for a wife. I say that because he's white and got a black wife and there's nothing wrong with it. They happy. Like, the amount of happy that, like, you, when you see these these two interact, you can tell they massively in love, man. You can just tell. You can see it on them. It radiates off them. They massively in love. Like, they in love to the point where the husband does not like any man to full-blown hug his wife. Like, you can only side-hug her. You Like, he don't, like, a man can't just, can't touch her or something. And I respect that shit so much. Because it's like, that's my, I respect it. Cause you're like, that's mine's right there. You y'all, y'all make y'all, you know, handshaking, you know, that's cool, but y'all I respect the fuck out of that. I respect the fuck out of that. I do. That's his lady. That's his queen. Fuck you mean. Like, <laughs> I fuck with I I fuck with it a hundred percent. I do. When I saw when I found when that happened, because I actually did full blown hug and he he did she did tell me. You know, like he doesn't like that stuff like that. And I, when I looked at him and I looked, I looked at his face, he was like, "Yeah, like I let it slide." But bro, don't you do that again. Like, 
<laughs> oh man, I fuck with it. I was like, bro, that that's energy, bro. I want to be like you when I grow up, 100. percent But yeah, it's like people like like when you're a people person, when you're friendly, you meet people like that. You meet people like that, and that's what I need to get back to. It's time for me to get back on that scene. Simply put, there's so much pain going on out there. And I feel it. I feel it. I even feel it from people who I'm close to. I feel it from people when they speak to me a certain way. I feel it through statuses. I'm empathetic. I have the power of empathy, pure and simple. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on the move. Got some more errands to run. But I thank y'all for listening to me. And I thank y'all for rocking with me. Y'all have a wonderful day. Be easy. Till next time. Peace.